guys, I'm Dakota. And I'm Amanda. Welcome back to College and Planet. Hey y'all, thank you so much for 654 downloads. We really appreciate y'all. Yes, and we are not in the studio yet. Oh but my god. <laughs> we will be there next week. Yes. It's been a whole lot. I had to go home for a doctor's appointment and then um, Your mom's my mom's coming, coming up this weekend, yeah. so we can't be there um in the studio at the time that we have scheduled and we can't do any other times because we have a specific time each week so we love that so we're here recording back in amanda's room that's fine uh don't forget to share us with your friends as always uh so dakota what was your low light my low light was probably just that this week was like super busy um nothing it wasn't like a bad week and i felt pretty productive all week but it was just kind of just a busy week, I would say. And um, WandaVision is done, so I'm kind of sad about that because I watched that this week. That seemed like it went by so fast. I know. It It honestly really did. It I, re- I didn't watch it, but... I did, but it takes a while to get through the first few episodes. <laughs> what oh. was your low light? Well, my low light was going to be that... Um, I have a bunch of exams coming up, and that this week was, like, also really stressful. Like, I was just really grinding out a bunch of work when I would have, when I didn't want to. But now, on top of that, I also shattered the back of my phone today. And I, I woke up, I was feeling good, I had slept in, you know, I got a lot of sleep. And I was like, oh, I feel pretty good. Like, I'm going to make some chocolate chip pancakes, start the day off right, you know. And so I'm doing that. I get in the hang of it. Like, I don't actually mess up. Like, I cook them pretty well. And I'm in the middle of flipping one when I hear my, or I feel my phone buzz. And so I pull it out. And it's my mom. She sent me this whole paragraph about, like, something with, like, Netflix and roller skates. Something whack. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, just call me. Like, I don't want to text, like, I'm trying to figure out what you're saying over text. And so I go to, like, adjust the my grip because I was texting with one hand because I had a spatula in the other and my phone falls and it falls all the time but it only falls on like the side or the corner but this fell face down and instead of the front screen cracking the whole colored backside is just cracked and it's not what I wanted you know to happen I would have much rather the actual front screen crack haven't you, like, so, had your phone, like, four times? I know, and I, have, and I have, like, an OtterBox, and it's both, and it does help a lot, because I drop my phone a lot, but it's, like, and I was just in town last night, uh, you know, so I'm probably going to go back next weekend, and I would go Sunday, but they're closed Sundays, so I'm just going to have to deal with it for a week and be ashamed. <laughs> uh, so what was your highlight? My highlight was that I am officially done training at Chick-fil-A, so I'm an official worker now. Well, I was a worker before, but now I don't have to be watched by trainers anymore. I can just do my own thing, which is super exciting. And also, my mother's coming up this weekend, so I'm super excited about that. And we're going to explore some buildings around campus that I haven't been in yet, so excited about that. And how about you? My highlight, I made chocolate chip pancakes today that were pretty good while I was calming down after breaking my phone. I did grind out my work this week, and I did pretty well. Um, I went last night, Friday night, I went to our hometown, and I watched some of my friends perform for, the because for, like, their MPA, they were doing a recording, so I watched their show, I got to hang out with them, it was a really good time, I love seeing them, I got to talk to some people I don't normally talk to, and it was just, it was good to see them, 
And, oh, and I got accepted into Knights of Distinction. Woo! So that's pretty cool. So that, Knights of Distinction is a program that helps, like, build your resume, helps you keep, like, stay involved, um, and it really, like, grows a lot of those important professional skills, so, like, leadership and different things. Um, so if you want to hear more about it, I'm happy to talk about it, but, yeah, that seems pretty cool. So I'm also trying to figure out how to get the new activity sign to go away on Canvas. So if you guys know <laughs> how to mark closed discussions as red, please let me know. It's driving <laughs> me nuts. I've tried Googling it. It's no help. They're like, oh, there's a button that says mark is red. I'm like, I know, but the discussion is closed. So like, I can't. Or it's like, you have to post or reply. It's a whole thing. Anyway, what are we talking about today, Dakota? Alrighty. So today we are doing our last episode of Down to Earth analyzing down to earth episode eight whoop, whoop. so um i'm super excited but also sad yeah. that is our last episode and after we done we are done recording this podcast episode we'll be posting a picture asking for your recommendations of other sustainability documentaries or docuseries that we should analyze so definitely go check that out we'll have it in our highlights so you can answer it always yeah so today, Zach and Darren, I mean not actually today, but in this episode, Zach <laughs> and Darren go to Iquitos, Peru, and it's pretty cool. I've actually never seen this episode before. Um, the first that or the series first came out last summer, summer of 2020, and I watched the first bit of it, like I think up through the sixth and seventh, I don't really remember, episode, and so I've never actually like seen bits of this one. Um, but Which this one's the best one. Yeah, this one was pretty cool. Um, I really liked it in terms of sustainability and stuff. But it starts off, they're talking about cannibalism. And you're like... Human cannibalism. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what like, cannibalism is. Well, but yeah, like, but he specifically was like, human cannibalism. And we're like, what is happening? Like, what in the Sam hell? So, um, yeah. But it, that doesn't actually have anything to do with yeah, the episode. and he's like... Then he says, there's nothing to do with it in this episode. And we're like, okay, then why say it? But okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're deep in the jungle in Peru, uh, specifically in the Amazon. Woo! The Amazon River. We do love it. So after the little intro, they have a montage of the big California fires from 2018. And it's heading towards Darren's house. Yes. So that was Saturday, November 10th, 2018. Um, and... It was called the Woolsey, or Woolsey, I don't know how to pronounce it, fire in L.A. Mm -hmm. And um, this is something we talked about pretty early in our AP Environmental Science class, I would say. And mm -hmm. how, like, the concept of Smokey the Bear wasn't, like, correct in the beginning. Because we, the concept of Smokey the Bear is to suppress forest fires. And it was originally, like, all forest fires, not just, like, man like accidental forest fires like it was like no fires in the forest basically mm -hmm. and what that actually did was just like it's natural for fires to burn every once in a while yeah. to increase biodiversity yeah. so what that basically did was suppressing the fire made these big crown fires um become more prevalent especially in california yeah because they suppressed it so long now it has a lot of energy and it doesn't matter if it's man-made or just natural, but it's going to be a big fire sound because we suppressed it for so long. Yeah. But now Smokey the Bear is like, no accidental fires. Yeah. Like... This is a big thing I talk about because people are like, fires in California, and I'm like, 
you know, this is human's fault, you know, when we encroach on ecosystems and different things, like, you can't go to the desert and then complain about there not being water. Yeah. You know, like, there are naturally fires in California. I think it's a lot of, like, the northern California, there's a lot of fires, and that's where they're building a lot of, like, the mansions and different things, and, like, celebrity homes is in northern California, but, like, that place is so prone to fire because that area needs it. Yeah. So much of Florida needs it, too, like, a lot of the, um like like flatwood pines and like um like flatwood ecosystems they need fire we have so many controls i actually want to take the class for it but there's controlled fires on campus and it's like the um the one palm tree needs it gosh what is it called i, I can never remember it's the short stocky one and it's really pokey um i know what you're talking about but i don't know the name but... yeah that one needs fire um pine trees need fire a, a lot of different things and it's because and especially like seeds and stuff I'm, we're learning this now in bio too on, certain trees will only drop seeds if it, extreme temperatures such as fire yeah because that way it'll clear out all the fire will clear out all the competition so then the tree says like okay this is the best chance for my seeds to survive and stuff so fires are a big deal and so and like you said when you try to suppress them that makes it all build up and that's a big issue florida's having and why people are advocating for prescribed burns because once that all builds up once there is a fire it is going to be crown and a crown fire means it's way up at the top of the trees where it's not supposed to be it's only supposed to go part way up the tree mm -hmm. to like like maybe it's bottom branches but it gets really really devastating when it gets to the top because it's easier to jump and it kills people and, and biodiversity and life and stuff destroys so. structures and a lot of stuff like that so yeah yeah so in the backstory of this whole episode a big concern is on Darian his friends and family in his home in Malibu yeah and um they said that he won't even know what is happening because he doesn't have cell service yeah because they're in the so, middle of the Amazon yeah so he is has a somewhat of a knowledge of like what's happening but has to keep going and just wait till he can hear to see what has happened yeah so background on that but he does want to keep on with the show, which I think is really brave, because yeah. they offered to be to stop the shoot and to like to go back to California and where he can put stuff together. But he's like, "There's nothing I can do. Like, I'm not going to stop a fire." Yeah. So, and it's just stuff anyway. He says. Yeah. Which you know, is true, but it still hurts him. But we'll talk more about it later. So then, um, they're just joking a little bit, and they talk about piranhas, and I was like, "Oh gosh, piranhas." Yeah. They meet up with Darren's friend, Tarek Millerin, and he's preserving wild palm trees, which I really do love palm trees. Um, he's a his PhD in ecology. He's an ecologist. I love ecology. I wish I could be an ecologist. Maybe I will. Did I miss all this? I did not remember. No, that. it's in the beginning. Oh. <laughs> so then, like you said, they're on the boat, and they're talking about being in the home of medicinal plants. And I actually want to touch on this because we don't know all the species in the Amazon yet, which is a big reason we need to protect it. But some scientists think that because like because these plants are so medicinal, there's a very very high chance probability that there these plants can be anti-cancerous and anti-carcinogenic. So like it can help cure cancer. That's awesome. Yeah. So we need to really preserve the Amazon. And one of the guys who was on the boat was like, when you're in a flooded area, everything looks the same. And that kind of just like made me a little sad because you could see that most of their homes were flooded because of climate change impacts. Yeah, but and deforestation. That's just a little side note. Okay, so then this guy is talking about how he's trying to um, harvest a lesser known wild palm fruit to reduce palm oil 
deforestation and increase that causes deforestation and increase in greenhouse gases. So there's his type of palm oil would help local the local economy, but also it's not it's sustainably sourced, so it won't hurt the environment at the same time. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so then they find this one tree called the Camu Camu tree, and Darren loses his mind. <laughs> what does Zach say? Call him. What he said, ignores the crazy white guy. <laughs> That's funny. Um. So yeah, and this fruit is really rich in like vitamin C, antioxidants, all that good stuff. Potassium, amino acids, like yes, literally. A really good fruit for you. Yeah. And they have a very cute crew moment where they're throwing it between boats. Yeah, that like, was I so want to try. <laughs> they're like, throw it to me. And they're like, I don't trust you. Yeah. And so then they're like walking through the, like the water and stuff in, in some of the forest area. And they're talking about this thing called cat's claw. And it's like a vining type plant. And, but like as er- Zach's doing this voiceover, they're all drinking, like, some liquid from some branch. I don't know if that's the cat's claw or they're, like, doing something else. I think that's part of, like, the cat's claw thing. Mm-hmm. Although, it doesn't make sense because they were saying that, or Uña de Gato, as known in Peru, but mm-hmm. they were saying that it, like, was a vine and they showed a picture of it, but then they were just, like, drinking, like, sap from something. Yeah, from, like, a branch. But I don't really know if that was it or not. <laughs> yeah. But they were saying that, um... There's very little research, but it has a lot of um, history and medical uses, so... Yeah. Who knows? So then it's getting late, so they stop at this village called Mishana, and they stay there for the night. A little Samsung Note app there. Have to always point those out, because I thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, in the credits, they have, like, partnership with Samsung and Visa and all that, so I was like, wow. Um, Next, they talk about this Chuchuaisa tree... And the sap from that helps arthritis, back pain, and stomach aches. So more medicinal stuff. Yes. So they're walking through and they're talking more about medicinal stuff. They have this thing called wasai, and it's related to acai. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, different types of stuff. Then they have this thing called sangre de gado, and it's a liquid that helps with cuts, burns, scrapes, lesions, insect bites. Basically, it heals the epidermis, reseals it. And so he's like, Darren's like getting bit as he's putting it on because the ants are like helping protect the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was funny, but Zach's like, oh, I wish I had this when I had lesions. He's like <laughs> joking with it. And it's like, Zach, you probably do have bug bites. You could put it on, but. Yeah. Um, and then while Zach was walking, he stepped in monkey crap, which is kind of gross. <laughs> and he was like. Ew. Yeah. And then he was, like, making jokes, and he was like, I feel like I'm in Jumanji, and he was like, in the jungle, you must wait until someone rolls five or eight, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, he was not doing so hot out there in the jungle, he wasn't having a good time. No. And. He's still, like, keeping it light. Yeah, and he was getting bit up, that he put, like, a whole jacket covering, like, half his face on, and it was just funny, but he was smelling the wasai thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, mmm, ha, smells like dirt. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. He's and such the jokester. I just wanted to, like, note that Darren knows so much about these plants. Which I know. Which I thought was very interesting. Zach said that he's in his element. Yeah. So then they are at this, it starts raining, so they stop at this next village. And the rain looks so nice. I do love the rain. It's raining <laughs> here today. Um, and it's kind of nice out. 
they meet up with Danya Lisa, and she's preparing batua milk, which is made from palm fruits. Yes, and it doesn't look very pleasing at first, but then they add coffee, and yeah. I'm like, I want it. <laughs> I want to try it so bad. Yeah. So it was a, it was a cool milk substitute, um, which I wonder if like that grows around here, but probably not. We're not probably not tropical enough. Um, so then Tarek and such, they're talking about like the issue with the trees. And so what happens is that, so they need to climb these trees to harvest the fruit. Well, if you see palm trees, especially some of like the, the taller species, they get really tall. Mm-hmm. And so people in this community often get severely injured or die even when they're climbing the tree. Cause you know, if you're like, you're like 20 or 30 feet up and you fall, you can, you can easily snap your neck and, or, or I don't know, whatever happens. Um, so these people resort to chopping down the trees to get the fruit. Well, that's obviously not great because, you know, you want the tree to stay and then plus it keeps producing fruit, but they don't really have any other choice. So Tarek made this harness device that allows for safe climbing while preserving the tree. So instead, like, you think, you could think of it as like a harness, like when people go rock climbing Mm -hmm. and stuff, except like instead of like throwing it up or anything, you just tie it around a tr- the tree a couple of times. It's pretty neat. I was looking at the mechanics of it, and I was like, wow. It kind of reminds me of my hammock. Yeah. It kind of, that is kind of the concept. Um, but, yeah, they showed, like, the graves where people have died, and it was just kind of sad. Um, and then Zach was, like, joking around again. You know, he had a lot of jokes in this episode. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, where's the safety rope? And then the guy was like, the safety rope is a special order item, <laughs> and they were just joking around about that. But he does actually climb the tree. Yeah, but it's, you think he, he was like, see you in an hour, and then it says an hour and 37 minutes later, and you think he's going to be at the top of the tree, but he's like still at the same spot, because yes. it took him forever to get the hang of it, but he did get up the tree. Yeah. So, so that was a sweet moment. And... Then they switch gears again, and they're talking about ayahuasca. So if you don't know what ayahuasca is, I actually know it because of, I think, probably Criminal Minds and CIS. I watched a lot of those, and they all have their own special episodes about ayahuasca. So, and also, like, my family talks about it a lot. Really? Like, because they're, they're weird like that. It's, well, I've never heard of that until this episode, so. Oh, I thought it was, like, a common-known thing. No, no. yeah. And it's in like the west and like like Nevada and stuff and a lot of the native communities mm-hmm. it's also it can be called peyote oh. I think they're I think pe- peyote and ayahuasca are related in that way um but ayahuasca is a psychedelic it's illegal in the U.S. hence there's a peyote strain that's not really legal but like fun <laughs> but like people still take it if they can't you know afford a trip to Peru to go to ayahuasca um, Vsauce, if you know Vsauce, um, on YouTube, he actually has a really cool video where he tries it, um, because he was, like, because, so ayahuasca is actually really healing, and it's banned for, I mean, it's a psychedelic, so of course it's illegal in the U.S., but (laughs) people, it's really a healing, like, medicinal plant, and so people will go and have spiritual awakenings, different things, if they're, like, someone's really struggling with something, they they can go and take, um, ayahuasca, especially, like, um, physical pain, um, people do it, like, before they die, so they can, like, see God or something, or, um, along those lines, like, um, and I, I know you wrote it down in the doc, but, um, the guy who runs it, like, had spirits talk to him, and it's really interesting, 
it's really like a native and cultural thing so i'm kind of glad the u.s doesn't like take it in that yeah. way or appropriate it but yeah uh, ayahuasca it's not it's not like lsd or anything it's it's completely spiritual and stuff like that yeah and they mentioned that you could like remember member memories or like you'll realize like certain things in your life that were was caused by like trauma like you have all these like realizations by mm -hmm. using it or taking it and the guy that they're talking to um, carlos tanner yes he almost died like he because he was addicted to heroin mm -hmm. so he woke up passed out with in a river in his car yeah like, he had driven his his car into the river yeah because he had passed out from heroin and ever since then he was like he almost died and he had to find a way out and came to this place and i think they called it a shaman yeah the shaman yeah. administrates it yeah the sh he took it with the shaman and ever since he's been like the shaman has been kind of a mentor toward to yeah him. so he's been completely clean of heroin but he started the ayahuasca foundation and so they have this place and that's where um jack and darren are and they don't actually try ayahuasca but that's where the foundation is and they can help lead people on the spiritual journey it is a whole whole shebang definitely look into it if you're interested at least like educate about it it's not like a touristy thing it's definitely not dangerous mm -hmm. from from what i know um but it's still a psychedelic, so it's still mind-altering drugs, so... Yeah, and they didn't do that, like, the ayahuasca directly, but there was a few, like, leaves in the little stew that they had. Yeah, so they have a specific combination of plants, and they all heal in a variety of ways. So one of them is, like, a bit of ayahuasca, but they also have, like, other healing plants from in the area, and they put it in this big pot, and they boil it, so they make, like, a nice tea type thing, mm -hmm. um, and then Zach, like, sits over it, and they put, like, a tarp over him, um, and it, like, and it's, like, a whole thing, and they let him, like, steep in it and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, I would be so claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah, and then they give him, like, a smoke bath with tribal tobacco, where, like, the guy is, like, smoking it, and then he, like, blows it on Zach. Yeah, and then Darren got I thought a, that was cool. He was cool. Um, Darren got a different kind of smoke bath where it's like, you know where it's like you stand on an air vent yeah. and it comes up like, like, like if you're wearing a skirt, it like blows up a skirt, like kind of like yeah. the Marilyn Monroe thing. Darren did that. <laughs> <laughs> it actually looked pretty cool. I loved it. My family, they have vents in the floor because they're from up north. It's so like mm -hmm. North Carolina. And so whenever like they do that, I love standing on it and it like puffs up my clothes. Um, so yeah. But yeah, he was just standing over the smoke, and I thought that was a little funny. Yeah, and they both do the experience. They switch after they're done. Yeah. Yeah, so after the Ayahuasca Foundation, they're traveling to um, part of the city of um, this place in Peru. I don't know if they're still in the same town, but... um. They they give Darren an update on his on his place on his like his house in his neighborhood, and they have like a montage of voicemails from friends friends and families friends and family with apologies and regards and stuff. And he, like his whole house is destroyed, his neighborhood's destroyed, but his yeah. dog is okay. His dog was in a kennel, um, and it, this is where he says it's like just stuff. Yeah, he was like at least it's just stuff. Like his dog was okay. His family, like everyone he knew, was fine. That he yeah. knew. Which so, isn't the same for everyone. No, because that could be, like, that could put, well, obviously it puts all those people's on the, people on the street, but if they didn't have the opportunity to stay at someone else's place, you know, like, yeah. that's detrimental to people's lives. Yeah. Well, maybe, the, I think maybe California has fun, I mean, they're probably, since California is more 
democratic they might have more funding for that people probably have like fire insurance yeah like how we have never thought about that yeah they probably do because it happens so often now yeah okay california friends tell us about this situation with the fires and stuff we don't know about it we'd love to we'd love to share that yes about this but yeah it's it's a pretty sad moment um oh and this is what i was mentioning earlier this is such a big fear when we evacuate for hurricanes Mm -hmm. and i i said it before but like i'm so scared where they have to be like evacuated to cat four and i'm so scared to come back and my house is literally in ruins yeah it's so scary we you have to pack all your valuables not everything just the things that you value the most, put them in trash bags and go. Like, yeah. you don't have the option to yeah. save your whole house. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's scary like, every time. Like, bring your expensive jewelry and stuff in case, like, there's, like, looters or you need to, like, sell it for money, you know? Yeah, like, your sentimental items. Like, literally anything you can think of. Yeah, so that's kind of my worst fear. Um, especially when it comes to hurricanes and stuff. Yeah, and we have had so many hurricanes that were supposed to be Cat 4 to come straight to our town. Yeah. Like, literally, like, Dorian was, boom, li- it literally was it our It went town. down, th- um, downtown. Literally, like, and it was like, uh, luckily it wasn't anything. That yeah, it veered off the side. It, it veered off, but like... That other people straight weren't... straight to us. Yeah, like, and other people weren't as lucky, like, some people did get hit. yeah. I mean, I feel like we've lucked out for the most part. We've definitely had some bad hurricanes, but nothing we can't handle. Yeah. Of course, it's getting worse by climate change, which Darren recognizes. And he says that he's pissed. And he, he says our our planet's different, and it's been changed so much by us. So that means the worsening wildfires and the worsening hurricanes and the worsening snowstorms, you know? Yeah, he was like, it's in our face that the planet is changing and people need to like realize that and he was like having our houses burned down like yeah i feel like it made it so much it was definitely real seeing all these other people being impacted but it made it so much more realistic when it happened to him yeah and i feel like that might be the only time people will start to realize is when stuff happens to them oh for sure like people don't think covid's real until they catch it yeah is, that's a good analogy. Um, but then, like, Zach was trying to lighten the mood, and he was like, best way to travel is by a tuk-tuk. And <laughs> they literally drive insane. Like, tuk-tuks are... They, they'll cut people off. Like What are they? They're, like, little carts, like... And they're, like, in certain towns, but you can pay for them to... Um, it's like someone on a bike, around. right? Yeah. It's like but, a horse and buggy, but you replace the horses with a person on a bike? Yes. Okay. But some of them are can be motorized, like... Oh. But they they go so fast, and they don't care about other people who are in the way. They just... And they're literally insane. I really want to ride them on, but I'm scared. They have those after games, like up by the stadium. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I'll take you anywhere around campus. For this much. And I'm like, literally, I can see my apartment from here. Because <laughs> we're not to see him. Um, so, yeah. And so, Zach also says, like, he's going to, like, listen to his friend, but also give him a distraction. And so, they go to this restaurant. And Tarek, actually, Darren's friend, he supplies tons of food to this restaurant. And it also has camo camo juice. And it looks a lot like pink lemonade. And I was it like, looks that looks so really refreshing. Good. It looks so good. <laughs> like, why can't we have that here? I want to try camo camo. Yeah. So then they're eating a meal at the restaurant. And 
it's really sustainable and it looks a lot like what they've eaten at the other places that is like the presentation's really awesome but it's a lot of like the local foods mm-hmm. it's a lot of like and like t- like obviously we even met Tarek who provides a lot of the food but it's like not totally processed it's hand cooked um it's not shipped all over the place even the plate looked like it was like carved from like a tree or something it wasn't like a I don't know. I thought it was really cool and really sustainable. It was all plant-based. It looked very good presentation-wise. Yeah. So it could attract a lot of people, I'm assuming. Yeah. But it was all plant-based until we got to the Surrey. So this was... Or the, um, grubs. (laughs) Yeah. So in a lot of, like, the trailers and stuff for this show, that's, like, one of the big... And I had forgotten about it until, like, the intro to the show played and I was like oh it's this one (laughs) and so there are these little like worm beetle giant maggot things like Uh, disgusting and and it's like a whole and the guy that works there says he absolutely loves them and he cooks them all the time um but Zach is like I gotta do it (laughs) although he does eat the ones that are cooked he does not eat the live ones like the show teases um he eats cooked ones and like the crew has some too and they're like oh it tastes like teriyaki and I'm like I don't even like teriyaki either (laughs) 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 I wrote down I said you could not pay me enough to eat those things (laughs) and they did like a pan over and and they were like um and I was like Ew, they didn't have to show it going on the skewer. Like, they literally uh, pushed it I skipped past that. Uh, I it was not. like the liquid. Uh, it was Could so gross. Not. I don't even like escargot or the, um... T- uh, what are the little egg fish? Caviar? Yeah, I don't like how... Ca- I don't even... They're like, fish eyes. I thought they were fish eggs. Oh. Fish eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't seem really Either way. <laughs> I've never tried escargot or caviar, but I don't want to. No, me neither. So and then, come on, Visa, really. I see you coming in there. You're sliding there. They, they have to. <laughs> um, that, but then after they go to the restaurant, they go to this Amazon Rescue Center. Woo! Yes, and it's a lot like this. The one place they visited before, um, was it... It wasn't Puerto Rico. It was the other place in the Caribbean. That's a good question. <laughs> was it Costa Rica? It was the one place in Costa Rica where they rehabilitated oh, yeah, yeah. animals. It's a lot like that. So they help animals who are hurt in the Amazon, including manatees. I freaking love manatees. They were so cute. They were so cute. Manatees are lactose intolerant, and I was like, aw. <laughs> I was um, like, I'm starting to think I am too. <laughs> and Zach is like, don't worry, me too, but <laughs> I was like, Zach. And I was like, oh, it's Jakey Goatmilk. It was so cute. Yeah, I, I love manatees. Manatees. They're such gentle giants. Also, manatees are dying in the Indian River Lagoon, and it's so bad. I don't know if you guys know about that. Um, fun fact, in the Indian River Lagoon, a manatee was found with Trump carved on the back of the manatee. So it was dead? It's... Because, like, any damage to them can kill them. Yeah. This is, like, heartbreaking because we specifically have manatee, like, slow zones because... Yeah. People speed through them, and then the manatees get hit by the propellers. It's not even just that, but all of the pollution in the lagoon clouds the water, so there's the seagrass can't grow because it can't get the sun, and so then manatees don't have anything to eat. Yeah. And plus, the water's so poison, like, they can't, they, I mean, they, manatees breathe air, but, um, manatees have been dying left and right in the lagoon just because they can't breathe, they can't eat, and it's so sad, and I hate, that's why I hate our county, that so and Brevard. They're gonna be gone. I know, but it's like, the counties on the Aver Lagoon are so conservative, and they don't care about the environment, there's, and the only people fighting for it are like, 
they're such small groups and they're so disenfranchised and it's it's so hard that was like one of the big things it's so hard to be an environmentalist in that part of florida it really is because we have we used to when i was younger we used to have a big manatee population because Mm -hmm. you could go to one of the inlets and you could see, like, five manatees. Like, yeah. they're, like, all right there, but now you barely see them. Yeah, like, they're so rare. It's And it's heartbreaking because I can see the difference, you know? Yeah. And, like, the Indian River Lagoon is up there in terms of biodiversity with the Amazon. Yeah. It is, it is renowned but it's, worldwide. It has the most microplastics of any lagoon. I know. And it's the only place in the world where alligators and crocodiles, like, coexist. It's insane. Like, it's up the, the one... What's the one place in New York... One of the big bays up there, it is, like, that and the Inver Lagoon is, like, top two for, like, wow. hotspots of biodiversity and, like, a bunch of different things. So, slightly tangential but related. They also, at this place where Zach and Darren are, they have a prehistoric turtle that was sold on the black market. Yeah. I was like, that's whack. It was a creepy-looking turtle. It was. But. And then there was an otter, and I was I like, know. Aww. I can't. <laughs> They're talking about how the otters yeah. and the fishermen have such an animosity. Yes. And then um, they let the little manatee go, and then they all, like, have little claps. And I thought it was so funny. They're like, woo! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the manatee in the water. <laughs> so they're starting to close out the show, and Darren is super upset by how bad things are. And he, and this is evident by how much he curses. There are, like, ten bleeps in this, like, 30-second yeah. <laughs> I was like, me too. He was like... It's deeply heart-wrenching, like, throughout this process to see how all these people are being affected that they saw, and how Mother Earth is clearly showing us, like, what the F is wrong. Like, he was so mad, and he was, like, starting to tear- tearing up, because he's like, we can actually do something, and it's staring straight in her face, and he was like, so many people don't have much, and it's gutting, but... If people open their eyes and see the world beyond the United States, change can happen. Yeah. And yeah. then there's a cute little montage of a bunch of elements of the whole show. Yeah. They give a big shout out to the crew. Yeah, which I thought was super cute. I did not know they had that many people on the crew. Yeah, because it, they don't show them, you know? No. Um, and so then Zach is saying all this stuff, and he, he says he wants to use his voice for good, and he's, like, so passionate about saving the earth, and he articulated some of my feelings exactly, because that's what I want to do, and that's, before I started getting into activism, I was, and I started, like, becoming more self-aware, I was like, man, I'm white, I'm, I have, like, this intergenerational wealth, you know, I have privileges, I want to use that to help people who are more marginalized, yeah. who don't have the same voice that I do and that I can have, and so... And then plus all his stuff about the environment and stuff and how everything's dying. And I'm like, yes, you, you, the fact that this celebrity knows exactly what I'm feeling (laughs) and that we've related to him so much, just like, I feel like we're so close now and he has no idea, you know, who we are or anything. But like, I don't know. It was just comforting to know that like there's someone who feels like I do and he has the, he has the ability to articulate it that way. So seriously, I, I want you guys to like really listen to that a few times and really feel that resonate with you. I think that was, like, a, a really good thing that he said. Yeah, and I thought it was, like, a great way to end the show. And then there's... Then it shows, like, Darren's heartbreak when he goes back and sees that there's literally nothing left of his house. And that just really closes out the show in, like, a good tone. 
not a good tone, a bad tone, but it just shows everything that they were they're fighting for. And if you watch any episode of this whole series, please watch this last episode because yeah. I think it's the most beneficial and what they say in it wraps up the whole show. Yeah. To a T. Yeah. And so the series ends with Darren groaning and one final expletive at the remains of his house. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on this journey. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely enjoyed this series, especially a celebrity using his voice and his followers to do good. Um, So, yeah, we're definitely going to post an Instagram story, so give us your recommendations for other series that you want us to see. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really like this show. It was this was a good introduction mm-hmm. to sustainability and stuff on like a global level, um, and I think that like delving into some of this and like talking about I know this one we didn't talk as much about sustainability. Uh, it was a somewhat different episode, but I don't know. I really liked it. And I like the way they went about things, and I really appreciate. I know there's a lot of celebrities that like. I think it's this some trend like once you become famous enough, you have to have like a thing. Yeah. So like Millie Bobby Brown has her what is it? something by Mills, like, her makeup. Her, like, skincare. Yeah. Um, like, Ashton Kutcher does a lot of, like, human trafficking. Mm -hmm. The, what was his name, like, Dez or something from Austin and Alley? He's a big environmentalist. Really? Yeah. Also, Leonardo DiCaprio. I just saw that the other day. I was, like, someone tagged him in something, I was, like, what do you, what is this? Why'd you tag him? And I looked at it, he was, in his bio is, like, environmentalism, and I was, like, what? No. Yeah, he's a big on that. Yeah. So I think it's really awesome when celebrities use their voice for stuff like that. Um, but, like, celebrities just don't do it the same way that Zach did. Like, he brought out so much of this. And by going on this journey, like, I feel like the show was definitely underrated. Like, people should yeah. definitely watch it more. Really, really, really think about it. It's, and it's not about. all about, like, you don't have to, like, I don't care for documentaries that much but mm-hmm. i loved this my mom isn't an environmentalist but she loved watching this it was mm-hmm. super interesting to her so yeah. like it's a show for everybody it's not just like a boring documentary yeah. that only environmentalists are gonna watch yeah it's, it's very interesting it's digestible environmentalism yeah and so but it also has this thing about different cultures and appreciating different cultures so even if someone's like a xenophobe they could still be like oh that's cool or like that's different i would hope that someone would say that you know and it also has like the comedy element too yeah so it's entertaining but also i feel like a good reason why we like connect so much with zach efron is because he was discovering all this going on the journey so yeah he was like new he wasn't trying to fake anything he was open-minded open-hearted the whole time oh yeah and i feel like that's why you can truly see, like, his care, you know? Yeah, even when he's uncomfortable with things. And it's such an aspirational, or it's such an inspirational thing because he says, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because I need to do this, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I have apprehensions, but this is going to be good for me later, so. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty, guys, well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah, let us know how you feel about it. Like, comment on, like, our different... If you go through and watch a series, comment what you think on our different posts about it. Yeah. We can have a discussion. Of course. Um, check out our link tree where you can schedule meetings with us. UCF mm-hmm. Socially Fast Distance Tour. <laughs> and also, you can check out our Google form in there and take our survey and tell us how we're doing and any suggestions that you guys have. 
Um, follow us on our YouTube and Instagram at College and Planet and on our Twitter at College and Plan One. My Instagram is at Dakota Page H P A G E and my YouTube is Dakota Page. My Instagram is Amanda D U H dot zero one and my YouTube is Amanda Craig. As always, share with your friends, send us your content suggestions, interact with us online, reach out to us with comments, concerns. It could be sustainable, it could be college stuff. You could just, uh, what do you want to cook for dinner? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Reach out to us. We're very open people. We want, we, we want to help people. I keep reiterating that we want to help people. Yes. That's just what I want to do is help people. Yes, um, especially if you're coming to UCF as well. Like, we know exactly how the system works here. So, yeah. um, I've been helping my friend Billy figure out his transferring here. So, like, literally, it's, we can help you in any way possible. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, we'll see you guys next week for another college-themed episode. Yeah, take care, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.